0: I don't remember why I walked into a room. I ignore the sticky note on the door reminding me to bring my lunch. I almost always leave something at my parents' house when I visit, and I will probably ask someone to remind me of your name when you aren't paying attention. I'm not even great at quoting movies. References to my favorite TV shows will probably still go right over my head. But for some reason, what creeps and sticks inside my buzzing little brain? Commercials. Like TV ones. And I'll never forget the first time I saw this one. What
1: you got here? That's why I carry the City Business Advantage Platinum Select Card.
0: Not because I was doing anything special when it came on or because it influenced me to apply for a new credit card, but because I knew that guy. David Choi, owner of Soul Taco.
1: I got into this business for the love of food and people.
0: I work at a TV station. I'm on air at least four days a week right now, so I'm used to seeing people I know on TV. But this is a frickin' national commercial for a major corporation. And the guy who owns the food truck and restaurants from Lil old St. Louis, he's on there. When we say we're putting the St. Louis food scene on the map, that's not exactly what I was picturing, but hey, I'll take it. In a lot of ways, it's a life David Choi himself wouldn't have pictured either.
1: Yeah, it's just people ask me, like, oh, you must have always, like, cooked. And I was like, no, not really.
0: But at least he is now, and 10 years after he made this his full-time gig, it's paying off for all of us. Today on Abby Eats St. Louis, the heart and soul behind Soul Taco.
1: I love what I do like. I wouldn't change it for anything.
0: As the restaurant celebrates 10 years, we sat down to talk about how he got this far. What's next?
1: So it's weird like thinking or now I built a whole business around something that I thought would never be accepted.
0: And how we might owe it all to one guy's angry wife. Plus, food news and a weekend planner. a day in the life of David Choi look like running Soul Taco.
1: Oh man, it's uh, it varies from day to day. I definitely like to balance uh, my work with also just leisure things. Otherwise, I'll go crazy.
0: He says he actually has a lot of boring, unfun stuff to do. A lot of phone calls, zooms, checking in on all three St. Louis locations in the Grove, Chesterfield and on the Delmar Loop, plus a food truck and a Columbia spot and three around Chicago. That's actually where he lives most of the times these days, in Chicago, but we caught up during his most recent trip to The Lou. We sat down in their location in The Grove, where a couple of weeks ago, a huge block party happened to celebrate their 10-year anniversary. I went that night expecting a chill little street festival. It was insane. Street art installations, food from every good vendor you could think of around here, live music on a stage that, well, kind of put Lou Fest to shame. Busta Rhymes was the headliner. Chill, twas I mean, not.
1: Obviously, this past year was just so crazy. I always wanted to do a big 10-year party. I didn't know how how big it would be, and then obviously last year we didn't even know if it was gonna happen because we're like, all right, let's just stay afloat in business, you know. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, just want to shout out to St. Louis, and just it was just a thank you to St. Louis for supporting us during that time too, because obviously folks don't have to go out and spend money; they don't have to. Patronize any any place, and just to be in a position where we can make it through this like really crappy time, and uh, you know see see the light at the end of the tunnel is amazing. So it's a big testament to how how folks support you know the local food scene here in St. Louis, and you know how strong that is, and uh, just the camaraderie amongst not only just the customers and just the whole industry. We all ra- rally together, and I. Every day, I would get calls from other restaurateurs, restaurant owners, chefs, and uh, we we wanted to work this out. So any like gigs where we can sort of like, hey, there's a hospital here that wants meals donated, but someone paid for them already. So it was cool things like that to see that pass forward, and um, it just a huge testament to the community here and the food community.
0: Yeah, and having everybody out like that, because it was a celebration of one brand, one restaurant, but it didn't feel like that.
1: Yeah, so anything, anyone knows me, I just love, love bringing out my friends and their talents and gifts, and whether that's an art, uh, music, um, and food, I think food, being in food, obviously we have connections in that, but um, yeah, for me, that's my everyday life is to like outside of the walls of these restaurants is to sort of connect with folks that are creatives.
0: It's rare to see David bopping around St. Louis without some of his foodie friends in tow, the people behind the restaurants, beverage programs, trucks, and pop-ups that really define our food scene. If the food business was a high school for a day, David would definitely be at the cool kids table at lunch.
1: If you're surrounding yourself with like-minded people, then I think cool cool stuff tends to happen.
0: The hustle started long before this though. In fact, long before the high school lunch table, and before food was even a factor. David says he was a businessman since he was a kid. I just love
2: this story.
1: Yeah, so ever since, I think I was like 12, 13 years old. I I forget what the legal age is to work. I I just love working like I I can. I was always trying to go out and, you know, make money, do whatever, supply. I was like, that to me made more sense than meeting people on a day-to-day basis. So, like, even at an early age, I worked at, like, a baseball card shop, like, and we would go get autographs, like, say, uh, say the Cubs were in town, Sammy Sosa's there, Mark McGuire, all that, and then we'd go to their hotels and just get, I'd wait there to get their autographs on bats, like, memorabilia, things like that, but I was, like, 12 years old, 13 years old, like, doing that, but you would, the funny thing is you would find out what hotel they were by calling, and you wouldn't call, like, hey, can I get connected to Sammy Sosa? Uh, you'd, you'd look up like who the manager, like the equipment manager is or whoever, right? Huh. So it's like Frank Smith, the equipment manager of the Cubs, you know. No way. So you So they'll be like, oh, yeah, we're connecting you with Frank. And then ring, 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 ring. This ring. is Hustle 101 Oh, this is right Hustle now. 101 for <laughs> sure. And then, yeah, and then from there, you get connected and you're like, boom, they're, they're at the Adams Mark Hotel or they're at the Hyatt, they're at the Ritz, wherever it is. Then you just wait there patiently. Throughout, while schools in session.
0: <laughs> As a kid, David was thinking about all sorts of things: the hustle, baseball, making money, being cool. But he was not thinking a lot about cooking, at all, actually. And he wasn't exactly thrilled about Korean food, which he says now is his absolute favorite go-to comfort food.
1: I just really wasn't that into it. I was like, let me go to McDonald's and get a. They
2: kind of sounds. You, on you,
1: you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I was like, let me go to McDonald's or Taco Bell or wherever. And I still do that big thing about Koreans even moving my parents moving here was because the Korean community is all held by the church you know so it was like we all went to church we all um, did activities with other churches in the community and then after every church service you get Korean food so like maybe that's why like my, my parents are past pastoral, pastors and like they always like brought me to church drug me there and maybe that's why like was turned off from Korean food from the get-go, you know? But honestly, we didn't come from much, so, like, going to McDonald's was a treat for me, or, you know what I mean? So, but most of the time, we cook at home, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, well, and did you ever have that classic experience that so many of us, especially, like, children of immigrants have had, where you bring the food to the lunch table, and everyone's like, what is that?
1: Exactly, yeah. I think I was traumatized because I brought, like, kimchi or, like, or, like, there's kimbap. It's, like, little, like, kimbap is like little sushi rolls they look like sushi sushi rolls but it's like filled with like ground beef carrots uh daikon radish and and they're delicious and i would bring that and people like what is that and i'm like i'm not bringing this back let me get a circle pizza right exactly
0: all i want is a lunchable i want to spread my sauce with a little plastic stick that's all we ever want
1: so it's weird like thinking now i built a whole business around something that i thought would never be accepted you know growing up you know you're sort of sort of in a you just want to be normal at that at that age whatever normal is but i'm glad that you know glad i got to embrace my culture embrace you know what what our family's heritage is uh later on in life i think you slowly mature and you're like wait that stuff is really cool (laughs) you know and you sort of embrace it and you miss it. You want you want it all the time, and then you study it more, and that's what sort of happened for me. Um, yeah, as I got older and older, I just wanted to learn more about our cuisine and culture. And, and he started like, seeing
0: how, how that would fit like in our with our like St. Louis food. culture. One of the best and worst things about living in the Midwest, trends sometimes take a second longer to get here than the coasts, especially the Asian-inspired trends on the west side of the country. But he saw more people showing a willingness to try Korean food. Saw the concept of food trucks start to roll into town and thought if he didn't do it nobody else would he was working three maybe even four jobs at the time he can't remember exactly all he knows is most of his money was going to gas or a car to get to those jobs it was time to buy yet another crappy car his words when he just said nope you know what i'm getting a food truck
1: i bought a one-way ticket and to dc but there was no trucks in dc and then luckily my friend just like was on a break from their job or in transition at that time and uh, just like yeah I'll just drive you to Philly cuz I found some more on Craigslist or eBay I forgot what it was at that time and uh I was like man this is way out of my budget so like the guy was asking like 45 grand I Jeez. I saved up like 18,000 I remember the number of exact 18,000 dollars so I went to his house I was like I love the truck I'd like to buy it but I'm not I'm not lying to you. I'm not trying to lowball you, but it was eight, long like long 18 is all I have, and I have it. Um, so yeah. So he's like, no, and then he's like, I can't do it. I can't do it. That's too low, you know. I was like, I understand. So I was like, all right. Well, let's go back to DC. There's a few that popped up again on Craigslist or yeah. whatever. And We're then yeah. Exactly. And then uh, yeah. So then he just like calls me an hour into us driving back to DC, and yeah. he's like all right, you know, my wife's gonna kill me if this thing's not out the driveway. Yeah, so then, uh, so I was like, all right, said so bye to my friend and, you know, next morning I just took off and went straight to St. Louis. So.
0: Truck made it okay.
1: <laughs> it was like a 20, I think 24 hours, 20, yeah, 20 plus hours in a truck, like,
0: you can only just bouncing so around, yeah.
1: yeah. So, like, I think my neck still hurts from that track. <laughs> it, they're not meant to be driven Gee. halfway across the country. No, That's no, for sure. no.
0: When it arrived, it was one of the first in St. Louis. Soul Taco was born. And because everything he does has to have a little bit of that David Choi flair, a little something extra, a little style, something different, he decided to do a fusion of Korean food with Mexican. Marinated meats, pickled vegetables, lots of spices and flavors. He says there's actually a lot of overlap in the cooking styles. He also thought it would make it a little easier to introduce to people in the community here. Of course, now that we've been chowing down on bulgogi quesadillas for 10 years here in St. Louis, it's hard to imagine it not working. But looking back, after throwing a raging block party, opening and closing locations all over the place, even being able to think about opening in an additional market, David says something aligned in the universe to be able to get this far. If
1: I were to do this again, I don't know at this like state of like where i'm at in life i could do this again you get you, you get what i'm saying like i was like it was a perfect storm i was 25 years old i just was used to working ungodly hours already and like it just sort of ran into it but i just remember vividly i was like i heard my alarm clock go off i w- wake up and i just start bawling hysterically i'm like you gotta be kidding me really? it felt like i just blinked like that was my Full nights of sleep, you know. Yeah. So I uh, you know, early on, I just remember that specific moment I was like a I was like, "Uh, got to push on, push on, push through," but you know, there's there's some very vulnerable moments in owning your business and I think any entrepreneur goes through those those times where even though it's like I was just balling, even things were good, like we we're busy, but I'm just like busy I know yeah i was just no no time for friends no time for family no time there's a lot of sacrifices that go into starting and in, uh starting your own business and um yeah a lot of it's not yeah not a lot of it's not glorified you know it's it's it's, a little, it's down and dirty so um a lot of hours i yeah just going back to that moment, I'm just like, man, it's so crazy, but...
0: Because your life looks a little different these days. <laughs> yeah,
1: still a lot of hours, but it's uh, balanced. I learned how to balance a lot of that.
0: Not necessarily pushing a religious thing here, but just knowing that you did grow up at least yeah. being taught to count your blessings and yeah. stop and think. When you, like, kind of step back and you're like, holy sh- this is my life, <laughs> like, what are the things that pop out to you?
1: Um, a lot of those things, I think a lot of those early characteristics right I think even in like a biblical sense, right it's always like you're planting seeds for the future, right, so like even those moments where I was like a little asshole, like <laughs> running around, causing trouble and uh giving my parents grief, I, even then, like I feel like you know those characteristics and seeds and lessons they instilled into, into me, and like seeing how my my father and my you know people who are like mentors leaders at that time um th- those things those things translate into real life and how i operate my business now so you you understand that um those leadership traits you know they they've definitely rub off on the folks even if those you know those seeds don't you know blossom right away you know it definitely does it later in life sometimes so, they need their own season yeah for sure so different seasons and I, I don't know, I'm just really grateful that like um, really grateful that I was positioned and got to see like what leadership was like from early get-go. and I, I think if I didn't have that sort of example, there'd be no way I could you know lead over a hundred employees you know and, and constantly grow the way we're going or have the same trajectory that we did. so um, it's sort of cool. yeah, I definitely am blessed.. <laughs>
0: Is that a different recording in progress men- or voice that Zoom is using now? I don't know. Interesting. I well, remember. I asked that question of producer Dory because, you know, we are <laughs> not in the podcast booth this week. Um, but as happens with both science and health guidance and, you know, when, when something sometimes you have to pivot and we're not quite out of the era of pivoting yet. So for various reasons, Dory and I are in our virtual at-home booths again booths again this week.
2: Here we are back at home, got our uh, pups for co-workers again, which I'm not too mad about.
0: I will only be mad if you can hear me snoring in the background, which is <laughs> often an issue that I'd kind of forgotten about in just this past couple of weeks. But so, Dory, talking Soul Taco, it's so funny because I can't think of I know it's happened at least several times where you at work were eating like Soul Taco food truck and I was on my way out of work from the morning show. And so then I was like, well, dang it, I'm going home, but maybe I should stop at Soul Taco on the way. There's something about it that's just like so craveable. And I actually, while I was working on writing this episode the other day, had to stop everything and go get Soul Taco quesadillas <laughs> in the middle.
2: What is it about them? I agree because every time I'm at Schnooks, even and I walk by the little local display, they always have their little to-go like burritos and salad bowls. I have to stop myself every time from grabbing one. They're so good.
0: Or just don't stop yourself. Just go with it.
2: most times (laughs)
0: exactly that was a super fun episode we were uh, in conversation we were excited to be able to have with David while he was in St. Louis now let's get to some food news and our weekend planner and we've kind of got all sorts of uh, food news here let's start with one that has to do with uh, a place that's near and dear to a lot of people's
2: hearts yeah this one's a little bittersweet so Charlie's Drive-In has closed out in Wood River this was a root beer stand that has been open since the 1950s. They're known for burgers, fries, and of course, root beer by the gallon. Literal the gallons. Literal like literal gallon. gallon. Uh, the family who's owned it, they have been in business there since the 70s. They, they've owned it since the 70s. Now they're wanting to retire, which is totally understandable. Um, but they are hoping that someone new will come in, snatch it up and buy it and keep all those old favorites around. So one of our colleagues, Sydney Stallworth, she stopped by there for their last day recently. And people definitely made an event of it, made sure to send them off right.
0: It is an era of nostalgia right now. I think that for a while we were all like every food place has to be super health conscious and super, you know, like something different and creative. But then I think there's also a craving um, for those kind of places that remind us of Simpler times. And Charlie's is definitely one of those for a lot of people here in the St. Louis, uh, Metro East area. And so hopefully kind of like we've seen with other places around St. Louis, somebody will give it another life.
2: Yes, hopefully, like um, Eat Right downtown. Exactly. Good example.
0: Good example. So, Mm -hmm. okay, so last, was it last week that we went into our long discussion about the latest mask rules? So just a quick update on that for you all. It's confusing as heck. Um, And (laughs) it it seriously continues to um, depend on who you ask, uh, whether or not there's a mandate. The most recent update, though, is that a judge has said, uh, issued what's called a TRO long story short. It's not something that can technically be enforced on a County level right now that again, we're talking about St. Louis County, St. Louis city still has a mask mandate in effect. Um, and the County executive says it's still something that the County is going to push for. And the last night, uh, Tuesday night, another councilwoman introduced another mask mandate. Um, and of course we're seeing a lot of places ask you to wear a mask inside regardless, list so that's you know just have your mask if you're going out and expect that there are going to be some places that have every right to ask you to wear a mask to go inside but dory um we're also talking about vaccine proof now too
2: so we got a lot of places now requiring vaccine proof if you want to sit indoors including the royale the crack Fox, apotheosis comics and lounge all in tower grove we've also got tiktok tavern the bow in clayton and then a little different with the Benjolina Hospitality Group, which includes places like NIXTA and Oleo, they're requiring their employees to be vaccinated. And then they also want customers to be on the, the honor system, so to speak, for sitting indoors. So only vaccination, only those who are fully vaccinated can sit indoors, but they do have a lot of great outdoor seating for those who are not fully vaccinated. A couple other places that are requiring proof includes just John and Rehab in the Grove and then Beberry, always quirky Venice Cafe in South City. So a lot of different places kind of coming forward now to want to keep, they're, they're all really saying they want to keep not just visitors and diners safe, but their employees. They're just trying to keep everyone safe indoors as this Delta variant continues to surge in the area.
0: Something that Ben Paremba, owner of Vangelina Hospitality Group, mentions um, in one of his interviews he's done about this is that, look, they can't afford to have more shutdowns due to people getting sick you know not even talking Mm -hmm. about what is mandated um they're just like we have to you know people who say that this is tough on small businesses to enforce mask mandates or vaccination things closing or having staff get sick it's tough on small businesses too so this is their way they say of trying to avoid those kind of things from happening um Other questions that I know we've asked of some of these places is what about kids? Because obviously kids under the age of 12 can't get vaccinated right now. Kind of a tough answer, a tough thing to answer. But they're basically saying, look, this Delta variant is no joke. And you probably want to sit outside with your kids right now anyway, if they're not vaccinated, Um, because young kids are becoming more. The cases include more kids
2: Yeah, I was just reading through a couple of our web stories today that talked about some trends in kids being hospitalized, a couple even in the ICU, and these are kids who can't even be protected by the vaccine yet. Um, But then also another point with the the restaurants and being indoors and requiring vaccinations, um, a lot of these places are still short from just not being able to hire enough people. And then you can't, on top of that, have people out sick with exposures or cases. So they're just trying to do what they can to keep going.
0: I think it also worth noting, especially as we've had such like beautiful weather in St. Louis Mm -hmm. this week is we're kind of in that season where it's sitting outside is not necessarily a punishment. Um, uh, so now maybe if you have yet to initiate that vaccination process, go ahead and start doing that. That way when sitting outside, isn't as comfortable of an option, you're already ready to come on indoors. Um, and we of course on KSDK.com have all sorts of resources and links and places where you can, um, go get vaccinated when you choose to do so. Um, all right, Katie's. Man, Katie's Pizza, it might just be like the next big brand that people just know
2: about in grocery stores. And very well-deserved. They are so good, and now just about anybody can taste them. So the frozen pizzas that they're offering are going to be available at all HEB grocery stores, which is a big brand down in Texas, one of the biggest grocery chains in the country, as a matter of fact. And... By the way, if you want to get them here and you aren't going to uh Katie's itself, you can pick up their frozen pizzas at Deerberg's grocery stores in our area.
0: I just feel like it's going to be a thing where like people pick up Kate even around you know sooner or later, grocery stores around the country that's going to be one of their high end pizza offerings is a Katie's pizza. And because they're even their frozen pizzas, who knew that you could freeze a pizza and then cook it at home and it turned out so good?
2: Mm, yeah, today, and the package, yeah, and Kate, they're. Their packaging is really nice too, because you really see what you're getting there. It's not covered by a box and you're just kind of wondering, oh, are there only three pepperonis on this pizza? No, you can like actually see what it's going to look like. So it's very clever, I think.
0: That's a good point. I never even thought about it that way, but you're so right. You just like know you're getting something quality. Um, So Mm -hmm. while we're sending more than one type of St. Louis pizza down to Texas, because I saw on Instagram um, that one of our favorite Olympians is headed home back to Texas right now, and she's going to have a very special surprise waiting for her.
2: Yes, we I think all of St. Louis was collectively screaming for this and Emo's has stepped up. So Simone Biles will have a box, a literal big box full of Emo's waiting for her when she gets home to Texas. Um so she of course had to pull out of a lot of the dis- the gymnastics competitions over the last week due to her mental and physical well-being. So St. Louis, they hit Twitter They called on Emos, hey, get her a care package ASAP, and Emos was like, people, we are on it. We've already done it. They shared a picture from Simone Biles' boyfriend, who is a St. Louis native, and he showed a big box full of their frozen pizzas ready for Simone when she gets back with that silver and bronze medal around her neck. Good for
0: her and good for Emo's for jumping right on that. i It's a, one of our favorite comfort foods, Simone, we hope you enjoy. And it uh, is well-deserved. Some nights of R&R. Just sit on the couch with your boyfriend and eat some Emo's. That's Everybody needs that after this crazy Perfect. couple of weeks she's
2: had. Yes.
0: So another option, though, when it when it comes to you know delivery and food and eating it at home, I thought this story was pretty interesting, just because you know as so many of us are heading back to work in the office and things like that, like meal prep, forgetting how to even do that. This seems like a pretty good option if you want something healthy and local.
2: Yeah, I liked this one too. So it's from Root Berry. They are a plant based food delivery service. Their menu has about 30 different dishes that are packaged and either ready to eat or you just heat them up and eat, which like you said, would be great for lunch at work. Um, So these are available through their online ordering and they can deliver to St. Louis City, St. Louis County and St. Charles County. Right now, Root Berry does not have a subscription that you have to subscribe to or a meal plan, but they can deliver to you with a flat $5 fee as long as you spend about $20 or more.
0: Having tried some of those meal kits and those types of subscription services, one of the things that you know i didn't love about it was um all the knowing that it was being shipped from across the country so i think it's kind of a cool op and then also subscriptions in general and you next thing you know you get stuck Mm -hmm. with it you wind up wasting food so kind of cool that you can um do something like that based here in st louis and speaking of cool this is (laughs) a story that we've been waiting to bring you for quite some time as of last weekend one of st louis's most wonderful watering holes is back
2: Brennan's back I know you have been watching this from every little angle waiting for them to reopen so they have been open and closed several times over yeah, the last it's confusing right two years yeah it's, it's very confusing so I'm just gonna let you take it away on this yeah one. well and that's the thing too
0: it's like it's all over the place so basically they were already they already knew they were going to be closing pre pandemic due to the expansion of the chess hall and in their previous mm-hmm. space they were just going to be moving right around the corner and then pandemic closed them down a little prematurely, but that's okay. They knew they were going to have to close anyway. They were doing all the rebuilding and making another space that would be not quite as awesome yet, but equally, you know, warm and welcoming in the central West end. And they had over the winter time, they were kind of slowly opening up. They had kind of a soft opening actually. And then weeks later, a fire destroyed like the ceiling and a big part of it had to be rebuilt and so they were getting back on their feet and this past weekend they decided to open up again um for the same reasons I am stuck here doing uh, this podcast from in the booth it's going to be at least one more weekend or outside the booth in my house it's gonna be at least one more weekend before I'm finally able to go (laughs) But, it. you know, I mean, that's that's freaking life for you in 2021 now, isn't it, Dory? But at least they're back yeah. open.
2: <laughs> yeah, which is good. Um, great for them. Great for you. Great for your household. I know it's all very <laughs> excited to hit up that joint again.
0: <laughs> I know. I feel like it's like, uh, you know, cheers to us, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dory, though, what's the best thing you've had to eat this week?
2: Um, For me, this one is simple. It's actually probably one of the best things I've had to eat the last two weeks because we've gotten this two weeks in a row now gotten the grace meat and three burger which don't sleep on it it is really? good I know they are famous for their chicken but whenever I see a smash burger on a menu I'm always tempted to give it a try so a few you months ago so we St. A-
0: Louis you are so St. Louis <laughs> I love no,
2: it. I can't help it. <laughs> I can't help it um so yes even at the the chicken place I'm recommending the smash burger um so we got that this week and it has a smash burger, like great thin patties. Oh, it had this amazing chunk of like, you know, when it, the meat is super crispy on the edge. Oh, oh, it's just the best little piece. So I'm remembering that bite right now, especially, but the whole thing was really good. And then you get the crinkle fries on the side with a really nice seasoning. And I don't think it's necessarily on the menu, but they have a cheese sauce that you can dip their crinkle fries into. So highly recommend that the burger at grease, meat and three. I
0: will have to keep that in mind because every, I've never had anything bad from there, but I've never tried the burger. So that's good. That's good to know. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mine was on Saturday morning, a quick errands run out in Kirkwood was like, hey, well, why not just grab some breakfast while out here? And it's hard to pick because there's just so many fantastic places to grab breakfast, brunch, whatever, um, especially in that part of like, St. Louis County. We decided to stop at Pioneer Bakery and get some breakfast there. It's such a cute, sweet spot. Mm -hmm. Um, If you've never stopped in there, uh, their mission is awesome. The space is cool. Um, And there's plenty of plenty of space to sit and um, enjoy a breakfast inside, even on a rainy Saturday morning. The short rib hash. okay? Mm. like, yeah, I was thinking. I initially was like, oh, I'll have an avocado toast, like something chill, something light. And then I was like, kept looking at that short rib hash and man, I'm glad I changed. I actually changed my order. I was like, just kidding. I want that. And now I will say the breakfast potatoes they were on were a tiny bit salty for me. Um, so I would probably next time order it with either light or no salt and just salt the potatoes myself if possible. But the short rib on it for a breakfast place. It was melt in your mouth. It was really, really good. Like you expect that from a place like Grace um, or somewhere mm-hmm. that you know is more of a barbecue place or a meat place, I guess you could say, that serves breakfast. From a bakery though, to have that quality of short rib and that hash, it was just, mm, it was fantastic. It was so, so good. With an egg on top, getting all runny. Oh. Loved it.
2: Oh, it sounds so good. I didn't know they had anything like savory like that there. You know, you kind of think cookies and other pastries, but that's also very delicious.
0: But yes, it was, I would highly recommend that if, especially if you're looking for something a little heartier, it's a good stop.
2: Nice.
0: So this weekend we are talking about the weekend of August 6th, 7th, and 8th. It's kind of those sleepy days of late summer where we're kind of, people are saying, you know what, do your own thing for a while. And then late August is when things start picking up again, I feel like, but don't worry, there's still mm-hmm. plenty to do. I mean, we're still talking like street areas in the central West End, Tower Grove Farmers Market, Boulevard Farmers Market, all the farmers markets, plenty of mm-hmm. different stops. But then as far as events this weekend, um, we've got a couple things on the planner as well.
2: Yeah. So this Saturday and Sunday, you can go over to the Missouri Botanical Garden for Chinese Culture Days. This is the annual celebration that features a grand parade with a 70 foot dancing dragon that sounds like 70 feet that sounds like quite the sight to see in the botanical garden that would be beautiful um they're also going to have some authentic regional cuisine so you can chow down on that while you're at the garden um, they'll have demonstrations with Tai Chi and martial arts as well.
0: Sunday. Did you know that we're celebrating Dory a pretty big birthday here in the show me state?
2: Yeah, I didn't know that because my license plates are so,
0: <laughs> you know, that, that, that would tip you off. Yes. <laughs> it is The 200th birthday of the state of Missouri, the city state fun fair at nine mile garden. So, Think state fair, all the things you like about a state fair with the giant slides and the pie eating contest, even a celebrity dunk tank. They'll have cornhole tournaments, live music, face painting. All of that stuff is going to be happening at Nanma Garden. Um, admission is free. You do have, you know, things that you could pay to participate in. And then, of course, also they have all the food trucks and the canteen where you can get yourself a bevy while you're there. But it's kind of like if you've been missing going to big state fairs because you're just not super comfortable with that yet, but you kind of want to do something fun like that, Nanma Garden could be the place for you this weekend.
2: I love that because um, I'm down for anything, any sort of big festival like that that has food that'll bring me in
0: for sure. Uh Uh-huh. And if you do feel (laughs) like staying in though and staying up late, don't forget the Olympics are still going strong on five on your side. We've got all you covered for all that jazz. And then we're also going to be showing the opening. I'm sorry, the closing ceremonies on Sunday night. So you can stay up late and watch those with us. And those are always just so beautiful. The opening ceremonies were so gorgeous. And it'll be really cool to see how they close this very, very memorable Olympics run this year.
2: Yes, and if you need any further information or details about anything, we've got full coverage at ksdk.com slash olympics.
0: Abby Eats St. Louis is a Five on Your Side production. I'm Abby Larico.
2: And I'm Dory Almost.
0: And I'm doing this part from memory because I forgot to write it down in my script here. Um, make sure you, let's, let's let's make sure I cover all the hot topics here, okay? So make sure you subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts on our Instagram. We're at Abby Eats Louis. We want you to tag us in all your food pictures. We want us to let you know what you're hitting up over the weekends. We want you to send us your episode ideas and whatever else you feel like doing on at Abby Eats Louis. Have a fantastic weekend. Wash your hands. Be kind and seize the plate. Did I do it right? I think so. All right. Got it all covered.
2: (laughs) Crap. (laughs)